Attention homos and homettes, the train to the Rainbow Rewatch is officially leaving the station. Please keep your hands, feet, flip phones, and webkins inside the vehicle at all times. If you're not gay, now you are. Congratulations. Get ready in five, four, <laughs> did I scare you? Good. Hello, my name, hi, hello. Hello. Hey, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Hi, my name is Liliana. And my name is Daniel. And today on the Rainbow Rewatch, we will be re-examining Sky High and ask the question, was this movie actually any good? And I'm kind of excited to talk about this one. I feel like I remember this movie a lot. I watched it all the time. Oh yeah, 100%. I feel like it definitely holds up like way more than a lot of the other Disney, I was about to say Disney Channel movies, but as we've proven again and again. This movie is not a Disney Channel original. This was in theaters, right? This was in theaters, which I did not know until I did a quick Google search. Because I remember watching it on Disney Channel all the time. And it must have been one of those movies that they just, you know, played on Disney Channel all the time. Because they did that. But they fucking released it in theaters. And it did, like, fine. Like, it didn't sweep the Oscars. (laughs) As Disney probably expected it to. Right. But it did, like, it made some money. Yeah. Um... It just, it blows my mind that this is not a Disney Channel original movie because it was on every day. Every day. At least once a week. Every day. And you know what? I have vivid memories of being scared of this movie. (laughs) I could not tell you why. I think it's because, um, A, that jester sort of evil villain character. Mm. B, the whole, like, baby plot thing um, where they turn everyone into babies. I don't know. Something about it, like scared me okay yes it was scary i do i do think i was scared by it too and back to the jester that i don't think we wrote this down prior to the podcast he's queer coded is he i think i think we've talked about this maybe one time he's queer coded he's a little like gay little clown and he raised the villainess by her by himself with no wife very gay dad but also all gays are clowns so that was very obviously the message they were trying to send true he's very limp wrist very wait they never say what his power is queers are powerless yeah. we knew it. <laughs> exactly <laughs> wow no you're right he's just probably evil there's probably a question of them but you know what i agree with you that this movie holds up i was mm-hmm. surprised you know i was not too excited to watch this movie gonna be honest was not the ones i was looking forward to but you know what i had a good time Mm -hmm. it's um pretty some pretty good like animation cgi for a disney movie Mm -hmm. um i was gonna see disney channel again it's not disney channel you heard it here first it's not a disney channel movie and you guys you know what you need to wake up it's not okay anymore guys seriously you've been online saying disney channel this disney channel that Walt Disney is rolling in his grave right now. How dare you? His frozen ice head is rolling in its chamber. His anti-Semitic penis is fully erect with rage right now. Yeah. And it is. <laughs> and it is. Ew, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I'm glad we watched it. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, should we get into like a little synopsis? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Here um, it is. Here it is. Okay. I'm just going to showboat a little right now. Okay, okay. Love. Two superheroes, the Commander and Jetstream, who have the powers of super strength and flight, have a son, Will Stronghold, who is seemingly powerless. 
He attends a high school for would-be superheroes where students are separated into two groups, sidekicks and heroes. Due to his lack of powers, he is placed in the less admirable sidekick group. Will and his sidekick friends must navigate this rigid social structure and attempt to prove their worth. But when Will discovers his powers, everything changes. Very coming of age. Yes. And like, discovering your powers, discovering that you're gay. Uh Hmm. Maybe that's on purpose. Yeah. Probably not. You never ever know. You never. I mean, we do know. Of course it wasn't. But you never know. Sky high. More like sky. Hey. (laughs) What do gay horses eat? I I keep sa- wanting to say the F word, but I don't think we're saying that on this podcast. Wait, do you not know this joke? I do know this joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey. I just said hey. I know what the joke is. But I keep trying to say the F slur. Oh, Dan, I was about to say, wait, have you been living under a rock? <laughs> I only know what straight horses say, okay? And they say, howdy. <laughs> They say, hi, um, did you steal my purse? Because I can't find my, my horse lipstick. I don't know what, what, what does it say. I can't find my poppers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Horses doing poppers. Um, I would watch that film. Oh, and we would review it. <laughs> we would review it. Wait, this is so random. But do you know that scene from Jack... I have never stopped thinking about this. That scene from Jackass 2 or 3 mm-hmm. where they jerk off a horse like they hire this guy to jerk off a horse and they have to drink the horse semen i have never stopped thinking about this one because oh my god i had no idea horse cock was that big where do you think horse hung came from (laughs) horse hung got that makes sense Mm -hmm. those dicks like drag on the floor yeah this is disgusting but oh my god i have never stopped thinking about that um i've I didn't know that was... I didn't know that occurred. Me neither. Oh, you know what I just found out too? You know, they canceled Fear Factor because they made people... Not made people. It was all a choice. But one of the challenges was to drink horse semen and people like threw up and they canceled the show because of that. Well, I mean, that's like... That's intense. Okay, but after everything people did on Fear Factor, they drew the line at a horse I, semen? It's just semen. I would sooner. I would sooner drink. I really hope no one important is listening to this. <laughs> I would sooner drink horse semen than. I was about to say eat spiders, but I would totally eat spiders. I would probably eat spiders if they were deep fried. Oh, I would eat them alive. <laughs> I cru- you know I crush spiders with my hands. What? You no, know, that's why I kill them. I. You what? I literally, I'll stomp on them with my bare foot. I did it the other day. That is feminism. <laughs> that is feminism. That's okay, disgusting. wait. Uh, we need to talk about this movie. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good movie. Let's do a fun fact. Okay. Let's so, do a fun fact. Fun fact number one. Um, the main characters were supposed to be contracted for a sequel as well as a possible TV show, which makes a lot of sense when you watch the movie because mm-hmm. there's like a lot of things that they sort of hint at like war and peace's father being in jail being being the commander's arch nemesis they just never sort of 
they like mention it and then he's just and they show his yearbook picture mm-hmm. but he's not in the movie right. Warren Peace is the is the bad guy turned good guy thing yeah yeah no um and it's very like you know Will has these like group of sidekick friends and they all come together and they you know do their sidekick thing together um and it d- was setting up it seemed like for this like you know buddy comedy where everyone's like friends making this like main cast of like you know superhero kids um but i guess the movie just didn't do that well and they scrapped it um i would have watched that tv show 100 percent. i feel like it would have done really well although like if i'm thinking about it now with the budget for like hannah montana how would they have done that hannah montana had like two sets the backdrop was like a piece of plastic mm-hmm. they had no money for that also i feel like disney tv shows were very geared toward girls when we were kids, like, there was, what, Hannah Montana. That's a Raven. That's a Raven. I guess The Sweet Life was sort of, like, in the middle. Yeah, yeah, but I definitely watched that. That's pretty, yeah. pretty gay. Okay, I love, we need to do Sweet Life. Oh, for sure. Because I literally became London Tipton by accident. You did. We'll do it for, like, the Halloween episode for Halloween. Yes. Oh, my God, I, I love that episode. That is a great episode. And um, uh, Esteban dresses up like a woman. Esteban's very, very gay. He's gay. And sort of like um Mr. Mosby. Yeah. He gives vibes. Yeah, yeah. He gives vibes. Man Zach Slaughter. and Cody. Oh yeah. I feel like Cody's like gay. Oh <laughs> <gasps> we should read the like, Zach and Cody like No. Damn Victor. No. No, no, too far. Okay, wait. Too far, I'm too back far. number two. Yeah, let's do it. Um sorry, I'm just flipping my page. Um the director. Of this movie, which I do not know because I didn't write it down. <laughs> Kept the actors, the teen actors, apart during filming to prevent them from dating, which is precious. I guess they like they anticipated from perhaps filming shows and TV sh- movies with teenagers before. Wow, that really <laughs> took a lot out of me to say that sentence. Um, that they would like all date and then it would get messy and then they'd have no chemistry or they'd hate each other and it'd be dramatic. So they literally kept them apart. And I just saw a TikTok that I sent to you. Right. Because now we just send each other sky high TikToks, <laughs> I guess. Um, where it was specifically targeted towards the actor who played War and Peace because everyone was like obsessed with him, which like, same. Yeah, same. You know, he is even like, the, I think you were saying, oh, like the girls were like, he's so misunderstood. His character is so misunderstood. <laughs> like, his character is, like, is he goth in real life? Like. He goth? <laughs> you know, he gives me Boo Boo Stewart vibes. Do you know him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From that. From Descendants. From How the Grinch Stole Christmas Live. Oh, he, he was the dog, right? <laughs> he was the dog. That's so funny. I love Boo Boo Stewart. He's a, he's a, he's an actor. He was in X-Men. What? He was in X-Men Days of Future Past. Is that the one with Sophie Turner? No, that was the one where they go back in time. I've only seen, like, two of them. Right, right, right. Um, but, yeah, they had to keep them all apart, which is, like, sort of patronizing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't trust these teen actors to hang out. Also, uh, like, boys and girls can't be friends? Yeah, we. Okay, they said teen actors apart. Does that mean all the actors? Or was it just the boys and the girls? Yeah, because, Mr. like... heteronormative. Yeah, I'm sure... I'm sure the the glow in the dark eye was gay. Oh, good. Because if I was on set and they kept me apart from all the girls, I'd be like, "How dare you?" And I want to be friends. <laughs> no, exactly. I want to be friends with the guy who played Will Stronghold. He seems like a piece of cardboard. Yeah, 
He seems <clears throat> awful. Exactly. No, okay. I, I would hate that. Fun fact number three. Fun fact number three. Um, Principal Powers, played by Linda Carter, who is Wonder Woman uh, in the 1975 Wonder Woman series. Um, they were going to make her character more of an homage to Wonder Woman, but they cut that as Warner Brothers shut down many of their ideas over copyright issues. But when she locks the bullies in the detention room, she says, I'm not Wonder Woman, you know, which is funny because she is. She is literally Wonder Woman. I love that. Giving her a little homage to her, her past. Yeah. Which is, like, I honestly haven't seen that movie, so I can't tell you. It's if a TV was... show. The Gal Gadot is the first Wonder Woman movie. Wonder Woman movie. Oh. And Linda Carter's in the sequel. Is she? Yeah, she's a little cameo at the, the like end credits. I love that. Give yeah. her, her pay her her dues. Yeah. Um, okay, so I've never seen that TV show, mm-hmm. um, but that's really cute because you know this is a superhero movie, um, and it definitely like has a lot of references. Um, do they reference Spider Man in this movie? I can't remember if that was this one or. I think it was this. No. No, it's not. Is this Scott Peldrum? No, it's the fanfic that we're going to read later. Uh, re- oh, <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> we're jumping ahead. <laughs> um, we're reading a fanfic, everyone. But no, yeah, I I, I was like, do, does Marvel exist in this universe? Um, I feel well, like there would be no point to... There would be no point. To superhero movies. Okay, this is a random question, but uh-huh. related to the film. Yeah. Everyone knows that superheroes exist? Right. Because, you know, they have this school where superheroes go... But on TV, they, like, very openly talk about, like, here is... The Commander and Jetstream. Command- I forgot the names. The right, Commander right. and Jetstream. Like, they're so... Like, we love them. Like, you know... And there's clearly a lot of superheroes. If you can fill a whole school full of superheroes... Like, oh, and there's yeah. a big cast. That's only four years. That's a high school. There's only four years of superheroes mm-hmm. there. They should have made it a little smaller. In hindsight, now that we're, like, thinking about it. Because, like... Are there really that many superheroes? Right. Like, because they were explaining, like, you can get it from your parents or you can just randomly become a superhero. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it just doesn't really make sense. It's too many. And that brings me to the next question, which is, if everyone knows that superheroes exist, and there's clearly a lot of them, why do the Commander and Jetstream live this double life as real estate agents <laughs> in a middle-class home? Like, you'd think they'd make enough money being superheroes right do they make any money being superheroes well have you seen the boys on amazon prime i've seen the first episode okay i really encourage you to watch it it's really excellent it's like they capitalize superheroes right it's literally the most realistic portrayal of like what superheroes would be like in our world like they there's a big company they make their own movies like featuring themselves um it's so funny, and it's, like, really, and it's, like, sick. In the second season, one of them is a Nazi. <gasps> one of them is a neo-Nazi. I mean, in the first episode, like, the first five minutes, that guy's girlfriend gets oh run my God. over in the street and ev- evaporates. Yeah, that but, one. Like, it's really, it's really disgusting, some of the bad. scenes. Yeah. But, um... That's very interesting because in this movie, it's very, like, they're revered. They're sort of, like, the upper echelon of society. I don't know. I feel like it'd be more X Men like, mm-hmm. where they're like, "We we we fear you, so we're going to cast you away." I feel yeah. like if superheroes were in our world, it'd either be like that capitalist nightmare that's the boys, or it'd be like X Men, where it's like, "Let's 
murder them. Let's genocide them. Another marginalized group. Another. Mar- Let's add it to the list. Mm-hmm. We got the L's. We got the G B T Q I A's. The M's. The mutants. And the mutants. Period. And the villains. Mm. And the villains. Which brings me to another question. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm bouncing around, but there are openly evil people going to this school. Okay, yeah. There are multiple evil, clearly evil teenagers. They trip people. They bully people. There's a couple of misogynists early in the film who like yeah. x-ray some girl's butt. Evil people. And the school is supposed to be this haven where superheroes grow up. They learn how to use their powers for good. They, you know, learn how to do all that superhero stuff that apparently is, there's things to learn. Um, and so many of them still come out evil. What are they doing at the school? It seems like it's a waste of time because you either enter good or you enter evil. But they don't do any. They don't intervene. Yeah. They don't have like therapy for the villain kids. Like Warmbeast's dad. Um, and then whatever. What's what's Ramona Flowers' name in this movie? All right, Ramona Flowers from Scott Pilgrim is the same actress who plays. Fuck! I thought that was gonna make it come out of me. Uh, right. Um. Oh, I have it written down. Gwen. 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 So Gwen, um, Warmbeast's father. Both the bullies and the cheerleader, the cheerleader girl. are all, like, very clearly mean. Yeah. And, like, they're being radicalized by, like, Gwen. Mm-hmm. And, like, they essentially become, like, school shooters. <laughs> and do you know what I mean? They become, That's like, a good they become, like, school superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> superpowers. <laughs> and they become schools run really faster. Could you imagine if we had kids with superpowers in our high school? We'd have been dead so long we're... gone. <laughs> We'd have been long gone, honey. <laughs> no, I literally would be dead. Especially where we live. We live in like upstate New York-ish, like an hour north of the city where it's like, um, we're leaving liberal Westchester. We're getting into like Hicktown. Yeah. We would have been murdered so fast. Oh, yeah. If, if a single Trump, su- mark my words, if a single Trump supporter had superpowers... It'd be all over. All the gays would be dead. <laughs> all literally, all the gays would be dead. Yeah, it'd be too. If we went to school with superpower kids, it would be terrible. So you know what? I guess it's sort of realistic. Yeah, that there's villains that still exist, but still, what are they doing in this high school? What is the point? Is it the only high school? Is it the only? Hi- is and it, it like- just happens to be in their town, right? Or is it like Harry Potter, where there's like one in the UK, <laughs> <laughs> but only one in all of America? Yeah, like. Come on. Yeah, they all live right there. Yeah. Spread them out. Speaking of, in Harry Potter, there's only one school to cover all of Africa. Oh, Do they not? Uh, Of course. Of course there is. Of course J.K. Rowling wrote that. Yeah, because I'm sure J.K. Rowling is like, oh, Africa, there's like four people living there. And there's like 40 in Europe. Yeah. Which is so small. Why would there be one? (laughs) Like, why would there be one in the UK and then one in France? But one, I think it's in Uganda, and that covers all of all of africa <laughs> there's like so many countries right and that's like i mean that there was a whole thing written about how sort of problematic and um imperialist her classification of those schools were mm-hmm. which anything jk rowling has done ever but especially post deathly hollows mm-hmm. is like a clearly flawed she got her bag she and then got, she was like, oh, I'm going to give all my opinions now. I want someone who's listening to take account of all the times we talk about J.K. Rowling. Because I have a f- 
I have an inkling that we've talked about her every single episode so far. She's just so awful. She's so awful, and we'll, we will watch Harry Potter at some point in the future. But Harry Potter's so important for queer people, mm-hmm. and she ruined it. And she ruined it, and trans people. Yeah. And she ruined it. Um, and I feel like Harry Potter is important for queer people, segue, like this movie is, because it's sort of a little, like, escapist, mm-hmm. right? How cool would it be to be a queer person when you feel, like, misunderstood and you feel, like, marginalized or whatever, and to go to a place where where that's really fantastical and where, like, you, you sort of reign free and you can sort of express yourself mm-hmm. through your powers or whatever. And everyone's unique. And everyone's unique, right. And it's sort of like, yeah, everyone has their thing and they're accepted for their thing, except if you're a sidekick and you get bullied. Right. Um, Which I guess is another allegory we could say for queer people. Yeah. But um, yeah, I feel like that fantasy is really appealing Mm -hmm. for us queers. Okay, do we want to get into the whole coming out allegory of this movie? Yeah, please explain. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So, um, about, like, I don't know, a quarter through the movie, mm-hmm. Will realizes he has super strength. Um, previously, he thought he was powerless. So, like, he just wasn't fitting his parents' image of him. Uh, so, while he was powerless, he has to come out to his dad as a sidekick. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is like, what do I have here? Um, Will has to come out as powerless to his parents, the commander and Jetstream, um, while they represent the perfect American patriot- patriotic, I- I'm so unpatriotic, I can't even pronounce that word, <laughs> um, heterosexual couple, um, and Will not having powers breaks that mold yeah. uh, and makes him a disappointment in the same way a gay child would be a disappointment. And the commander refuses to believe he's a sidekick. He thinks he's joking. Um, at first, he's angry at the school. Yeah. He's like, they're lying. Like, they're oh, this must be some practical joke. He's in such disbelief that Will doesn't have any powers that he, like, he he projects it, right? Mm-hmm. He says that, like, oh, this, it must be, like, the gym teacher who's, like, playing some joke. Yeah. Um, which is absolutely wild. And, no, you're totally I, – I, I didn't think of it that way at first, but it's – very clearly has a lot of connections to what it's like to come out as queer because when you're queer or or any sort of one of the um under the lgbtq umbrella um you we we live in a society where coming out is necessary right it could very well be in this world of the movie understood that like perhaps you don't have powers perhaps you don't come into your powers until later right in a sense where powers or no powers is normalized, but in his world, right, having powers is the ticket. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, you have to sort of declare yourself. And that's what that whole scene is in the kitchen with his dad is he has to declare himself as powerless, which is like a big thing. And when you're queer, um, I don't want to speak for everyone's experience, but at least from what I've known and what I've seen, I feel like parents have a very specific vision of what they want in your life, right? Parenting 
in a lot of respects is a practice in narcissism. So whatever you haven't been able to achieve, you sort of project it onto your child and you sort of lay out what you expect their life to be. And because we live in a world where queerness or transness is not normalized yet, um, and it's not like part of that potential plan, it's something that you sort of have to reckon with as a parent, at least for a lot of cis normative, heteronormative parents, um, that moment of coming out is really sort of like shocking and it breaks the system. And, and I think the dis, I think what I related to most in that scene was the, even though Will has no control over the fact that he has no powers, his dad can't help but be disappointed, um, for what the life that he envisioned they would have together fighting super villains together and, you know, all that stuff. I think that's what like hit me the most is that, that true disappointment in something that, he couldn't control but it yeah. still affects him um and i originally uh noticed this allegory for like superpowers and coming out because it's noted in um i believe the second x-men movie when bobby who's Iceman, has to come out to his parents as a mutant and the director even said like specifically he took like examples of people coming out as queer to like influence this scene right um and his mom is even like have you tried not being a mutant which is like all gay people have heard have you not tried have you tried not being gay mm -hmm. which is like shut up <laughs> of like, course i've tried yeah literally you think i wouldn't have chosen that yeah and i feel like that's like a really interesting um metaphor that we see maybe not explicitly in all superhero movies, but it can definitely be interpreted. Yeah. And from that angle, it would have been much more compelling, I think, for me, if this movie took a different route of Will ending up not having superpowers, right? He's different. He sort of declares himself as different, and his family has to reckon with that. And I think it would have been so much more powerful if he learned that even though he doesn't have powers, he can still be powerful, Right, he still has power. He can still do shit. He can still defeat the supervillain. Like I think that would have been such a more compelling storyline than what ended up happening, which he got his powers and he was a dick to everyone, and then he learned how to not be a dick to everyone, which is just like, yay, let's celebrate men learning how to not be toxic. Yeah. Versus this, like I think since we related to queerness in this way, it would have been so much more interesting if that was the movie. Would it have been less interesting for children to watch? Probably, because children like the superpowers, right? That's why they're going to the movie. Mm -hmm. But at least from this perspective, it would have been so much more compelling if he had to reckon with, you know, coming out um, and then accepting himself and his mm -hmm. family accepting him and them learning how to be a family together, even though he's different. Mm -hmm. I think that would have been much better. Yeah. What about you? Okay, now that I never thought of that before. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely agree. I feel like him being just as powerful as he would have with powers and succeeding in the same way would have been a really interesting story. It would have been like, hey, like I'm I'm powerful the way I was born yeah. and I love myself. Mm -hmm. And like he like really hated himself for not having powers and right. it's really sad. And I think that would have been much better. Um and the fact that they didn't do that makes it very clear that this queer thing that we're throwing onto it definitely was not the intention definitely was um i mean it's disney so like of course it's not the intention but you know it makes it very clear that they had different priorities um what 
was the theme? What was the message? If it wasn't that, which we're identifying as a very powerful thing that they missed, what was the message? Be nice to the people who are not as powerful as you? So, um, I feel like Layla definitely says a lot about, like, the message of the movie because she's like, oh, power power placement sounds fascist. Mm -hmm. She understands and she recognizes that this power structure that's being placed in front of her is flawed. Mm -hmm. And she even, like, she from the start, from the get-go, has powers that would, like, categorize her as a hero. Right. But she refuses to display them because she finds it to be a flawed structure. She is the feminist imprint, let yeah. me just say. Yeah. Um so I feel like she really carries the heart of this movie, especially like when like Will stands her up and right. she like has to like trust in war and peace and she discovers that hey, like not everyone is as they appear. Like mm-hmm. war and peace who looks like bad boy, scary bully is actually so sweet and like is willing to help Layla out here. Yeah, that's a good point. I think, so when you said that, that, I definitely feel like that's probably what they were going for, which is sort of the message that we were saying, but not as much through will, right? This like powerful, not powerful thing, less powerful is like a construct um, that was that's like a little fake. And what matters is like what you have inside, like the, the true heart of it. Um, I, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think there's much depth in this movie. I really just think it's like fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's probably where they were going. I don't know. Yeah. They missed opportunity. And Will is not a great character. Let me just oh, say. Oh, he's so boring. He's so boring. He's mean. Yeah. He's cocky. He, like, I'm so, I think this was very mid-2000s of like the boy who like is like all American, but also from our 2021 perspective a, a douchebag right like but he has to like learn how to be like a true man um i hate that yeah i hate it like why and it just goes to show when men get power they get mean when men get power they get mean yes and i've seen this happen especially in because i was in greek life at my school i was in a sorority and like boys would be really sweet then they would join a frat and then they would become sort of mean. And it's just like mm-hmm. they have entered like the upper echelon of society. And then they think they, they're they hot shit. Yes. It makes me think of men who are courting p- partners, potential partners to be in a relationship with. So sweet. So generous. Mm-hmm. Let me open the door for you. Like these sort of patriarchal things. But, you know, like trying their best to do what society has told them makes a good man. Mm-hmm. The second they know that they have their partner hooked. And I'm using partner very purposefully here because gays are not excused from this. Absolutely. They wield that power over their partners. Like they know that they are in, they know that their partners are locked in. And the second they have that, um, some flick switches and they're like, now that I have power, I'm going to show you the real me. Why? I don't think that happens on the other side. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think when they do that. I as stay much. nice. So <laughs> Or maybe you were never nice to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> I think I start mean and then I get nice. I like that way better. Yeah. Because then you, if if you love you for you, then they get to see more of you, yeah. the real you, the kind you. Period. The you that I know. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> don't suck my face on the podcast. 
you're an octopus. Like that's yeah. octopusy. Uh, um, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Octomom. Octomom. Was that a Disney Channel movie? No, Octomom was a mother who had octuplets. No, but they made. Did they make a movie about her? I'm no, not about her. I think, but I think they made a Disney Channel movie where it's like Debbie Ryan or someone like that is like the, not Debbie Ryan. Or maybe the girl from Halloween Town, someone like that, um, and she's like the older sibling, and the mom has like seven kids at once, like seven babies, and she has to like deal with the fact that now she has Wait, seven I baby siblings. Don't remember this movie at what? all. Oh my god, I am googling that. It is. Is this Mandela effect? Like, what's going on? Okay, wait. While you're Googling, have you seen the movie Super Babies? <laughs> it is the funniest movie ever. That name just is priceless. What is that? It's like Babies with Superpowers. It is so funny. <gasps> okay, you found? I found, I found, I found. Quince, which sounds like a slur. <laughs> no, it does. Quince is a 2000 Disney Channel original movie starring Kimberly J. Brown as the older sister of a set of quintuplets. How many is how many is that? Five? Oh. And she's the only child, and then her mom has oh my god, could you imagine having five babies? And they're all an accident. Ones? Oh my god, it is the girl from that's the girl from Halloween Town, right? <gasps> yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh my god. Wait, that is so funny. As if life at fourteen isn't twisted enough. <laughs> it's literally the most common your entire life is ever gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that I'm so glad I remembered that. Um, how do we get there? I don't know. Babies. babies. You know what else has babies? Sky high. Yeah. They oh my turn God. them into babies. They do turn them into babies. What a weird thing they decided to do there. Like, why not? Uh, I was going to say, why not kill them? But then I remember her plan was to, to raise, raise them. them. Okay. Which is Creative writing, I guess. Yeah. Creative writing. Um, do we want to talk what superpowers would you have? That's a great question. Okay. If I was living in this world... I would want to fly. Mm-hmm. Like if if I could have a very practical superpower, I feel like that'd be really fun. Like I would want my normal life, but I could just fly places. Yeah, I could skip the lines. If at, there was no impending doom where you needed to actually use like a, a superpower. Oh right, because that's useless. Like as we see, the jet stream has to basically just carry her husband around mm-hmm. to fight. Like yeah. that's what flying is useful for. She's a taxi. She's she's a super taxi, <laughs> glorified. Mm-hmm. Um if I was in this universe. Okay, I have a fake answer and a real answer. Mm-hmm. My fake answer is um that one girl in the movie who turns into a bouncy ball. <laughs> <laughs> she is so funny. She straight up has to just transforms into a bouncy ball and then she gets kicked around. Where do her clothes go? <laughs> Where do her clothes go? Can she move herself or does she have to be kicked around? I think we were talking like, does she have sentience? <laughs> like, can, can she think? Like, can a ball. <laughs> she turns into a ball and she gets stuck like that. She just <laughs> is a ball. She has like a her brain turns to plastic. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't her brain turn? Like, yeah, wouldn't it? I guess. How do you have, like, consciousness as a piece of plastic? Yeah, and you have arms. How would you move yourself? That is the biggest plot hole in this movie. It's the most unrealistic part. <laughs> Not a school that's floating in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but if I was to have a real power... Um, I guess telekinesis. Like, moving mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm, moving mm-hmm. myself. Then you could just fly. I could fly. I could 
telekinesis my socks up in the air yeah. and fly up in the sky. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, no, I think that's what I would I would do. Mm-hmm. Sitting on the couch, want my Sour oh, Patch yeah. Kids, float them over. Yeah, sponsored, by the way. Sponsored by Sour Patch Kids. No, we're not. I feel like we'd get sued if we actually. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, if Sour Patch Kids wants to sponsor us. Or sue us. Or sue us. I just want attention from Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> I just want to get noticed. <laughs> Send us Sour Patch Kids. Please. Um, that would be my power, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, or Layla's power, which is... Oh, iconic. The, the controlling plants and shit. That's awesome. How about you? Okay, so in real life, I would probably have uh, Mystique's powers. Shape-shifting? Yeah, I feel like that would be really useful. Would you want to be blue? Too? I'd be fine with being blue. I feel like that'd be funny. Get attention. Stand out. Yeah. Um, that'd be funny. <laughs> I want a superpower that's comedic. Yeah. <laughs> I want I people to like, laugh at me. Okay, but I would literally be... I would just turn into you. What? And I would just sit and like be like, no, I'm the real Dan. And take over your life and kill you. I feel like you could be a more compelling me than <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> I'm like, hey, guys. What, do you mean? what are you talking about? It's me. It's me. me. <laughs> Um, but in, um, in, like, superhero world, where, like, everyone has superpower, there's impending doom, I would actually need to use it, I would want to have, like, the Invisible Woman superpowers, which are in, and the same as, like, Violets and the Incredibles. I see. Um, so it's invisibility, and it's also, like, force fields. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why, I don't know why those two powers are always, like, linked together. Yeah, because it like, doesn't really make sense. What is that? But um, but yeah, that's what I would want. I think that's I think that's a good use useful power in all existences. Yeah, turn invisible, turn invisible, and get to like control things. Also, it's like sort of telekinesis. Yeah, like, you could like make a force field around something, and yeah. I guess bring it to you. Can, like protect yourself. Yeah, keep keep men away. No, yeah, period. Keep men in. <laughs> Oh, you can't leave. Oh, you can't leave. You're in my force field now. Period. Until you tell me what I want to hear. Yeah. I was going to go in a different direction, <laughs> yeah. but didn't want to Oh, my God. Canceled. We're aggressive. Oh, we're my God. We're canceled. getting canceled. We are. We. I mean, if we haven't gotten canceled yet, I'd be surprised. Oh, I would. Absolutely. I'd be surprised. Absolutely. I think our existence deserves canceling. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Oh, we absolutely. are the worst human beings (laughs) we're bad people why are you listening to us why are you giving us attention (laughs) de-platform on the dl you are feeding our egos (laughs) they're hungry Uh, yeah no 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 no. yeah they're eating it up um what is next on our list what is next on the agenda so much to talk about mademoiselle um we barely talked about how sickening Mary Elizabeth Winstead looked as Gwen. She was great. She looked so pretty in this. She did. And you know what? I found out through research. First of all, when you ever get into a position in your life when you're researching sky high, yeah. you know you're doing it right. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but um, the director sort of purposefully made it that the men are stupid mm-hmm. and arrogant and stupid See, I said stupid twice because I'm a man who's stupid. Mm-hmm. And women are smart, self-assured, confident, um, thoughtful, emotionally mature. Mm-hmm. Right? Even Gwen, who's like evil, is clearly like, she knows what's going on. Yeah. She's manipulative, but she's intelligent. I think that's such an interesting choice. Like, why is it that directors feel like they have to make a choice 
to make women smart and men stupid. Where does that come from? Um, and you see it everywhere. Um, everywhere. You really do see it everywhere. Family Guy? Yeah. The Simpsons? All those cartoon families. Mm-hmm. The wife is always smart and the dad is like literally stupid. Literally stupid. And I think it's like, is it some sort of flip the narrative type script where it's like, look how interesting and different we are. And for Simpsons and Family Guy, it's like how funny, right? To see these big fat doofus men like fuffing around while the wives are like, Peter, Peter. <laughs> oh my God, in unison. In unison, we practiced that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, in this movie, it's obviously clearly more serious. Um, but what? I'm just like, how interesting. I love it. Mm-hmm. The women are the women characters are great. Layla is wronged. She does not deserve to be with. No, other way around. Will does not deserve to be with her. She should have ended up with War and Peace. I she, don't understand why they didn't do that. Yes. You know, it's almost like... Gotta they, put the two white people together. Yeah, thank you. And it's like very... like. And then he ends up with the ice girl, which like makes sense because opposites attract, but also I like that. fire burns plants. So like I would think that like opposites attract there. But I guess they don't balance then. He'd overpower her. True. She has no backbone. Uh, but, like, I just feel like their relationship would have worked so much better. And, like, I, you almost think somewhere in production they were, like, we're going to end up with War and Peace and Will. If this was not a Disney movie, I would have not. Like, I don't like that it ended. Like, literally the last shot is Layla and Will kissing. Because it's not about love. It's not about love. It's about acceptance and friendship. It should have been, like, Layla has a crush on him. Will, like, didn't see her that way. But you know what? They're they're friends. Like there's no build up for Will liking her. No. At just like all. they've always been friends, so I guess he has to like her. Yeah. Which um I sort of always see the other way around. Like the woman's always like, I guess. Yeah. I guess. But in this one the man was like, I guess. Um but they should have just been I feel like it'd be so much more fun if they ended up just being like, I love you as a friend. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to fuck you since we're in ninth grade they're freshmen they're supposed to be freshmen they look like adults no they're supposed to be freshmen because gwen is they're like entering the school oh and then gwen is a senior yeah interesting which is a problem in a first of all she's like 40 she's literally 40 and how weird is it that will for a second is like the popular beautiful class president though no class presidents are popular in real life as we know from personal experience as we know from bleep bleep Mm-hmm. Um, being the class president. Bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. Um, why did he for a second think that there was not something going on? Yeah. Lack of self-awareness. It to be like, like, she loves me. I'm, uh, honey. Please. Why didn't um, the commander in Jeffstein recognize Gwen? I mean, she I glowed get, up. But like, also like, if you... <laughs> also, they're so self-centered. True. What were you saying? I was going to say, if you came out here in, like, glasses and, like, messy hair and, like, a lab coat, I'd be like, oh, my God, who? Yeah. Oh, my God, who are you? Wait. Like, wait, wait. Dan? Oh, my God. You you look so, like, familiar. Like, do I know you from the floor? (laughs) It's just, like, weird. Um, Yeah. And, like, the school just lost her. Yeah. She disappeared. She's disappeared, happened to turn into a supervillain, happened to turn into a baby... There's a lot there, but I think the the most egregious is that Will, for a second, thought that she might be interested in him. That is small dick energy. She also radiates lesbian energy. 
Maybe it's just the actress because yeah. in Scott Pilgrim she is she's by a has-been. A has-been. Um, I love that actress. She can do it all. Where has she been? Yeah, I haven't seen her in anything recently. Mary Elizabeth, if you're listening, we should have had her on. <gasps> we should we should invite her. We should invite her just for fun. Like, give us your filmography. <laughs> it's like, funny. What's your resume? Uh, yeah. And um, are you an actress? Yeah. Do you sing now? <laughs> All actors who are not actors <laughs> sing now. Like, Bella Throne. Bella Throne. Yeah. She does. Um, I saw the actress who plays Layla was in The Flash, I think. Oh my god, you're so right. She's the friend. She, I think she's Iris or something. I've never seen the show. Yeah. I've never seen I the show. I might be confusing. I'm not a superhero person mm-hmm. very much. I um, I enjoy mm-hmm. the genre. <laughs> the genre. Genre. But um, <laughs> I don't love it. Mm-hmm. I don't love it. Okay. Word. Well, Word. just what it is. I like DC. More than Marvel, speaking oh. of. Yeah. Which Anti-capitalist, is, you. Anti-ta- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think we have two. What should we do next? Oh, 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 oh. Mm-hmm. I think we agree on this unanimously. When we were children, we'll say on three, mm-hmm. who did we find attractive? One, two, three. War, War and Peace. peace. Yeah. He was so beautiful when I was like, I must have been like 12 watching this. No. Because it came out in, what, 2005? We were a seven. So we were seven. Oh, my God. Wow. That's young. Well, we're we're so young. Yeah, yeah. We're so youthful. <laughs> um, and, like, I was like, oh, my God. Warren Peace is kind of cute. He's and... not kind of cute. He's... But as a child. I know what you mean. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, definitely. And, like, it's funny. When I was a kid, I didn't recognize my attraction to him meaning anything substantial mm-hmm. do you know what i mean oh yeah i was just like oh like he i'm just attracted to him and i want to be layla right which is like definitely why like i'm queer that's the moment that made you queer yeah that's the takeaway of this movie mm-hmm. um and yeah maybe that's why i feel like like even when i was like identifying as a gay man because like i didn't like know i was like mm-hmm. a trans woman i like never liked any gay guys i just liked the straight guys. That's called self-respect, honey. Uh, period. <laughs> um, very, very, period. So I think when I was a kid, I wasn't, I didn't recognize my attraction to him as anything queer. I recognized it as like, oh, I, I'm a girl and I want to date a boy. That's normal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't it, like out of this world for you. Yeah. It was like, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. I think you explained it very well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No. And he's, he's a uh, hunk of a man he's so handsome he's a very handsome gentleman um and i i i hope the actor was 18 when he played this role or else that's oh i touched the mic tink or else that's um sort of weird of us yeah but um i'm talking about when i was a child yeah that's what i thought um no he definitely was the imprint he definitely was like made me question myself um just a little bit i think for me the moment that made me queer out of all of them was i think sort of what we talked about which is like this escapist world i think i really like movies that transport me mm-hmm. to a different place i i something about that is really captivating um and and the the idea of like what superpower would i be and like you know you know if you watch something as a child i just I used to do this literally all the time every time i watch something i remember after i would like play 
as if I was in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like I'd act it out. Like I'd pretend that I was in it. Same, like same, that was like same. a little game that as theatery nerdies, <laughs> we, we probably did all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, certainly for me, I like, and, and when it was a, you know, enchanting sort of alternate universe, that was even more exciting, like to escape this world for a second and to imagine like the possibilities, which as a queer child is like, all you want to do. You're like, I don't understand anything. Let me just go live at sky high. Play pretend. Let me play pretend a little bit. Did you pretend to be Layla? Um, I definitely did. Probably. I think I I definitely watched this and I was like, that's the superpower I want. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's who I want to be. Which my brother often brings this up to me whenever I'm like, oh my God, love her. Love what random female character. Like she's so iconic. Mm -hmm. And he's like, would you say that if it was the exact same character except a man? No. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. First of all, the character would not be written like that if it was a man. Period. Because mm, Hollywood is like that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I I think there's something about... It's not even how it's written almost. It's like just the actresses mm-hmm. who are so iconic um, like put me there. Like mm-hmm. That's who makes me fall in love with the character less so than the the role like my older brother um he asked me all the time what's your favorite joe of course um Mm -hmm. i he asked me like what's your favorite male blank like the other day he asked me what's your favorite male politician i don't care about any of them yeah and he was like what's your favorite male superhero and i was like literally uh they're all on the same level for me of ambivalency yeah um i hear that I just don't, I cannot bring myself to care about a, a male character. Also, it's just like, why can't you just say, what's your favorite politician? What's your favorite superhero? And have it just be accepted that it's a woman. Like, why do we have to accept, like, hear that you're you're choosing a woman and be like, but what about the men, though? Like, mm-hmm. which man do you like? Let's, let's bring it back to the men here. To the relevancy. <laughs> let's make it relevant, honey. Yeah. No, interesting. No, I, um, yeah, Layla is, she... She's the underdog. She's she should have been who the film is about. Oh yeah, she she radiates being character energy. Oh big time. She's the only character that's like actually like written well. Oh for sure. Like she actually has a personality. She actually like like she has like full character arcs, and everyone else is just like, oh, I'm this way now. Yeah, I'm I'm better. All the like the three like prelim like the three like outskirt characters the slime boy hamster girl and glow boy they all have the one note and they don't touch on anything else no they're just like we're okay with being losers (laughs) (laughs) like sam yeah i I identify but let's give us a little more spice yeah even though that hamster girl is oh my god she's she's iconic she's gross realness yeah love her love her love her she's great anyway we have a surprise for you, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. and everything in between. Um, that was so not gender neutral. <laughs> we have um, a surprise. Because, as we've just clearly identified, there's not that many queer aspects in this movie. However, there is a whole slew of fanfics that are very, 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 very gay. Um, and I think every once in a while we'll be reading some fanfic on this podcast because I think fanfic, while I myself did not write it, read it, or get into it, from where I am now, 
I value it so much because I think it's like such a neutral space for queer people to sort of have their revisionist media, right? We rewrote over the things that were given to us and sort of created something new and imaginative and queer. And I think that's so awesome. And that's what made the time that we're growing up so great because we had the internet, right? The internet was just coming to be, you can post things anonymously. You can sort of like get feedback and connect to people and sort of share these sort of queer aspects um, and relate to other people and just imagine. And I think that's so wonderful. So we are going to read uh, a fanfic between War and Peace and Will Stronghold. Do you want to read when it was written? Because okay. I think that's my favorite part. Yeah. So it was published July 14th, 2007. However, this this piece that we found is not the original copy. It is not. So it was posted on fanfiction.net by All Stars. Um, but All Stars says, not mine. Wish it was. Um, so whoever wrote this, we're sorry we don't have your username, but we love you and thank you for this. The um, the title is I Caught Fire, and the caption is Warren Peace was in love, and he hated it. Um, this is uh, PG. It's yes. not even PG-13. It's, it's PG. It's PG. There is... Um, if this was in 2005, it'd be PG-13 because yeah. it's gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's like light light kiss yeah. contact. So your kids can listen to this. If they've made it this far. Yeah. <laughs> Which I really hope they haven't. We talked about horse semen five minutes into the episode. They're gone. Yeah. They're gone. I, like that one time at a Gaga concert, she hears a baby crying. And she's like, you brought your kid to a Gaga concert? <laughs> She's like, my tick could be out right now. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. So funny. All right. Let's get started, Liliana. Open up the scene. Okay. Warren Peace was in love, and he hated it. It wasn't the fact that he was in love. He had gotten over that now, but it was who he was in love with. He had crushes before, but this was so different. He could avoid them if he wanted to, but there was no way he could hide from his love. He cursed himself falling in love with his best friend. Especially seeing the person was a guy. A stronghold. He was the first guy he had ever felt anything for. And now every time he saw him, his stomach flipped. And it took everything he had to not power up. Is your copy also cut off? It is, but it does say power up himself on fire. Yeah. Which, like, gram- grammatically, I'm not feeling that. But I am turned on. Yeah. Um, he was sitting in mad science class pretending to listen to what Mr. Medulla was saying. He tucked a piece of his long hair behind his ear and the bell rang, signaling lunch. Warren half smiled. Lunch was his favorite time of the day, but it also meant spending time with Will. He sighed to himself as he grabbed a lunch tray and went over to his table. He smiled when he saw it was empty. If he had any luck, it would stay that way. No such luck. As Will sat himself down opposite Warren moments later, Warren swore to the gods were laughing at him somewhere. Okay, the gods? Yeah, the gods. I guess this is like in ancient Greece. Yeah, like... The superhero gods? Okay, snail. <laughs> um, okay. Hey, Warren. 
Will smiled, picking up a french fry and eating it. Stronghold, he said with his usual amount of angst. Will rolled his eyes. Want to come over after school today? I just got the new Spider-Man game. Warren raised an eyebrow and smirked. This is the Spider-Man thing we talked about right, earlier. Right, right. <laughs> Spider-Man? He tried to keep the amusement from his voice, but it didn't work. What? Spider-Man's cool, he said, trying to defend himself. Whatever you say, stronghold. Warren said before his smirk grew on his face. A pout formed on Will's lips. God, how Warren wanted to kiss that pout. (laughs) Don't do that. And the sentence had left his lips before he could do anything about it. Warren felt his face flush hot and thanked God that his long hair covered his face. God singular. So now we're switching up. Was it polytheistic? Is it monotheistic? Yeah. 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 (laughs) The Abrahamic religions. Um... Don't you what, Will asked with a quizzical look on his face. Nothing, he said to hold himself together. Get it together, peace, he thought to himself as he put on a mask of disconcern. He slowly stood and put on his backpack. Gotta go do stuff. He t- <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Just stuff. He told Will before stalking off. He could fi- feel Will's eyes on him, and it took everything he had just to keep walking. He turned around to Will at the moment. He couldn't trust his body not to jump the boy. He stalked down the empty hallway when he heard his name being called behind him. Warren! (laughs) Will called his best friend as he caught up. Warren tried to ignore him. As he carried on walking, soon he found himself cornered by the stronghold, I guess, groaned Inwardly, as he looked down at his crush, tell me what's wrong, Will said, concerned. No, Warren grunted as he tried to pull away, but he couldn't move. Damn Will and his super strength. Why not? You're my best friend and there's something wrong. Leave me alone, stronghold, Warren growled. Not until you tell me what's wrong, Will said, pushing him harder against the wall. I love that your interpretation of Will is like this bratty twink. (laughs) (laughs) It's all I know how to do. (laughs) I can't be daddy dumb. I'm sorry. I'll I'll do it for you, baby. (laughs) Don't make me do something I'll regret. Will rolled his eyes at him. You know your flames can't hurt me, Warren leant forward. What? You're shocked at this. Wait, you know your flames can't hurt me. Warren leant forward and kissed him before leaning back against the wall, smirking slightly at Will's shocked face. Never said it had anything to do with flames, stronghold. Warren used Will's shock to pull away and began to walk down the hall. He only made it halfway when Will grabbed his wrist and pulled him back, pushing him up against the wall again. What the... Warren started, but Will cut him off. Shut up. He bre- he breather. <laughs> I think she meant he breathed. Before crushing their lips together. Crushing their lips together. That what sounds, an image. I would hate that. That sounds awful. 
violent yeah it does, passionate it i like it doesn't sound like a kiss at all no like i just imagine like two people like smashing their mouths <laughs> it sounds like it hurts but how sweet i don't know that's the movie i wished i saw also i love like the that warren's taller dynamic but will's like shorter and stronger yeah wow way to way to queer it up i feel like they would not work together as a relationship oh no Oh, not at all no 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 okay and Layla doesn't exist in this universe yeah true what about a little like i know we both had a thing for Layla, but i really have a thing for you yeah stronghold something like that yeah but you know what turn me on mm-hmm. turn me on period i love it i think it's really sweet i don't know i mean yeah. it's it's definitely written in a um manner mm-hmm. that is interesting but i support it yeah all right now we have to rank the movie before we wrap up on a scale, as we always do, from zero, twink, to ten, productive member of society. What are you, what are you going to say? I was Because we all know twinks are useless. <laughs> we all know twinks are essentially um, non-existent. Yeah. So what do you rank it? I rank it like, I think an otter. Like a, like a hairy otter. <laughs> so like, I guess otter would be middle of the road a harry potter and then a harry potter and then a harry because like as you get closer to productive member of society you get closer to like a bear they're pretty high up there they're pretty high up there so what is that like uh that's like a six 5.5 i think i think the movie has a lot of potential um when i was watching it as a kid oh my god 10 (laughs) i love this movie as a child (laughs) but watching it in 2020 doesn't really hold up I'm going to agree. I'm giving mine like a five, which to me is like a himbo. Oh, I love that. You know, I love that. like no wholesome. brains, wholesome, but sort of empty. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I had a good time. I laughed. You know, I'm going to give it like a, I'm going to, I'm going to give it like a six, maybe. Love. love, I'm gonna, love. It's still a himbo, but it's like a six. Um, had funny moments, had compelling moments, could have been a lot better. Mm-hmm. But you know what? For a 2005 Disney movie, I enjoyed. Yeah. I enjoyed. Go figure. Go figure. Go go gadget. I love go go gadget. Mr. Inspector Gadget? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, watch yeah. that. Yes, yes. Anyway, we've come to the end. Love you guys. We've come to the end. Thanks so much for listening. Um, if you've enjoyed yourself, please give us a rating on wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a review. Five stars, though. Goes without saying. Mm-hmm. If you don't give us five stars, we will come to your house. We know where you live. And we carry. We tracked your IP address, and do not forget, both Dan and I carry. We carry. Mm-hmm. The NRA, um, they sponsor this podcast. Yeah. Did you know they filed for bankruptcy? I did. That brings me so much joy. Yeah. They don't carry anymore. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> the NRA does not carry. We, however, do. We do. So if you leave us a review, tell us what you enjoyed. Tell us what you didn't so much enjoy. Like, perhaps... Liliana needs to um, add a little more zest to her already magnificently beautiful voice. I'll be like, I sound like Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I hope I didn't actually sound like Mickey Mouse. I'd be really embarrassed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could, or I could do a Kermit. Come over here, man. <laughs> or I could Kiss do. <laughs> I could do Miss Peggy. Do it, Creamy. Oh, and I could do Kermit the Frog. Oh my. Damn! I had good? no idea you could do that. I'm full of surprises, baby. Oh my god, please! So, if you want um, to leave a review and tell us to do a whole podcast as Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy, 
We do that, but you we have to do give us five stars. We could do a, uh, uh, I, a mother movies. Like I love Christmas Carol. Or I, I love that movie. Great movie. We should do that. We should do that. Speaking of doing that, if you want to leave a review, tell us what movie you'd like us to do. Yeah, have some little queer alternative film that you want us to look at. Tell us now. Hmm. If you maybe perhaps want us to do another Disney Channel original movie, tell us now. Just you know, give us some some, some advice. Leave yeah. it. If you have a question. Maybe we'll start doing questions. Who yeah. knows? A Q&A. A, a Q&A. As long as you leave a review. Mm-hmm. Because we queers deserve the attention. We deserve um, the recognition. Mm-hmm. We deserve the compliments. We deserve a platform that we can be deplatformed from. Yes. That's the one. Mm-hmm. That's the one. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's it. I love you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. And I will see you soon. Yeah. Mwah. Mwah. Love you, baby. Love you.